What do you want to know? What Tell do... me. Ask me anything. What are you doing? Ask me something that. else. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, ask me any question and okay. I'll give you an answer. How tall is the Eiffel Tower? Eight. Eight? All of them? Eight. Eight whole ones? All right. Speed round. Speed round. After one. <laughs> We've had one very quick question by itself. Mm-hmm. And having dealt with that quickly, we're now onto the speed round, which is somehow even faster. <laughs> How many? Four. What is? Damn, you're good. Come on, Michael, it's the speed round. What is? Mank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I like, I like that the speed round The speed round is not even fast answers It's just saying half of words That was a hybrid word I thought you were going for mankind And then just stopped halfway through Yeah Mank <laughs> That's good It's funny That's funny. We, ha- we have a laugh don't we I love to have a laugh Feels in the sadness it makes doesn't it Makes feel better because Nick, if well, I can I tell you something, I thought about something the other day. You can you tell know, me anything, Michael. I thought about this. I thought if we're not gonna laugh, we're gonna cry, aren't we? Sad thing is that that's basically the character that Ricky Gervais wrote for Derek. Oh, no, not even about, not even as a neg- like a negative to your performance. Oh right. Just the idea Just that, the, that the was all that can... the I- that was the only idea he had for that character. He seems to get a lot, of, a lot of his ideas from me. A lot of mileage. I've often said that because it's weird. A lot of his shtick is a lot like yours. Yeah. It just seems almost at this point. You can't get angry though. No. If you get angry. It's just like a sincere form of flattery. In a way. I mean, no I'd wish I'd get some of that Bunsen burner. No one has used Bunsen burner <laughs> as a analogy for money. Even if even rubbing your fingers together, it still doesn't make any sort of sense. Sense. It does. Bunsen burner, nice little learner. Either you had that prepared, where are the cameras? Or it is a thing that people say. We it's don't the thing have that the Ricky camera. Gervais says. Really? In the office. Idiot. <sighs> but see, now you've proved the point that you don't like being proved. Which is your dependency on Ricky Gervais for for milk. For milk. When you're squeezing that titty. Squeezing the comedy titty into my mouth. Oh, oh, Ricky, Ricky. I'm so thirsty. Do you feel weird about that? I'm extremely, extremely uncomfortable. In many ways, I would prefer to just leave it there. And we'll just, just call it quits for tonight. When's the last time you ate a pear? I can't eat pears and you know it! Do I? Yes, it's got high fructose. You're not missing out on anything. I like pears. Do you want to know the ultimate irony about my pear intolerance, Michael? Oh, really? (laughs) Don't pitch it like it's interesting. I don't. (laughs) Now you're morbidly curious. The ultimate pear irony, Michael, is that all of my life, all of the years of schooling that I endured, I took in my lunchbox one small sealed pack of pears... <laughs> to Wait, eat at recess. A pack of pears. A pack of pears. Sliced? Diced. Diced. Diced pears in in juice. You loser. They were sealed, they were hermetically fresh, and I could keep them in the pantry for as long as I needed. You loser. Sometimes Diced pear. seasonally 
How many times become... did someone steal your dice to pair? No one. And throw them back in your face? No one ever stole them. Well, why can't you eat In fact, it? I offered them to people to throw at me. They didn't even pay attention. Because no one likes pears. Pears suck. Oh, man. Let's There's... go bully the kid that has more interesting fruit. That's the way you perceived it. <laughs> That's what bullying was like. They, they spoke their started, thoughts out loud. <laughs> just the like kid, a gang of kids, kids rolling up. It's like, oh, pears again, Nick. <laughs> it's it's not sick picky it. on you. This is about I my mean, pears, I'm re- isn't it? I'm reusing my material. Are you can jealous? You, can, you, can you develop something else that I can make fun of? <laughs> I'd like to be a bully once. you bullying me intellectually. Sometimes. Yeah, but it's not easy when... I just... Go on, say I, it. I prefer you had, like, a physical deformity. I do. The nose, obviously, aside. Just, like, something that I could pick on. I mean, obviously, the nose and the face. I haven't even mentioned the calves yet, so... That's right, you have really misshapen calves. I do. Mm. What's one thing that you would... Oh, we've already done this, haven't we? Well, you haven't finished the sentence, so it's a bit hard to say at this point. What's what's one thing that dot 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 that is so remember this is still the speed round ing <laughs> Jesus Christ smell it oh man this try and that... guess what I ate no. Yes. No, I will not. <gasps> I will not guess. Okay, burp in my face. Wait, I already told you what I ate. You did. It's not. It wasn't going to be interesting. But based on the burp, what was you? I'm smelling God. pears. Correct. Yeah, it's diced. Welcome to Deep Forward, everybody. Oh, this burn. Is a, came out of nowhere this week. It was burn, just like, man. man, I thought we were going on the pear track fucking, for a little bit longer. Fucking burn over there. Just, that, was a, that was a twist ending. Mm-hmm. That was a twist middle. That was a twister. It was like the movie Twister with Bill Baxton and Helen Hunt. The one with the cow. The one with the cow. The cow and the... And the, the witch. Was the witch in that? Yeah. Movie? She set the cow on. Helen Hunt goes down the, uh, the old yellow big road. No, no, you've, you've got that confused. No, I haven't. Yeah, you're, you're thinking about the one with like the Big very Helen small Hunt people. Big Helen Hunt fan over here. Yeah, the so. one with like the, the scarecrow and like the lion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... I, the Tin Man. Yeah, that's yeah. not... That's not Twister. No. 2007. No, that's The Wizard of Oz. No. 2007. No. Twister was, Twister was a lot older and also a different film and also you're wrong. So no. you're thinking there's a you, twister in the one twister. with like the flying monkeys and yes. there's like a witch yeah, and yeah, the they witch. land on the yeah. land on the like the, the house on the thing and they're like clapping the shoes together. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's Twister. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you might be thinking of the I'm game thinking. Twister. That yeah, that's why I'm confused. I was picturing big like like blobs of like colors and then like standing on things. Five and a half actual Helen Hunty minutes later. Yeah, that's another. Who was in that one again? Um, John Duchovny John Duchovny um, Craig Farnburns Wait, Farnburns? Seriously, it was like five fucking minutes <laughs> Fell in love with the volleyball yeah, Painted like a red smiley face on the side of the cow And then the volleyball ate the cow no, 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 no. And it won the World Series Championship Finals This is a Thinky Talky podcast to a flying start. Off to a flyer. Off to a flying... Oh boy. Well, uh, 
So that that was an exploration. <laughs> Thirty minutes in, <laughs> yeah. getting down to business. I uh, do you want to do science news. It's a new segment I just thought of. Okay, science news. Well, let's finish the introduction, or else we'll never get to it. All right, you do uh, that. This because that we talk about things. Uh, my name is Nick, and sitting across from me, bug-eyed, Ooh. disheveled, and somewhat under the weather. What? Michael Zabrecki. Feeling cancer. better than ever, a correction to that. But <laughs> You uh, can only ever make corrections as long as they rhyme. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, how you doing, guys? How you doing? Nice to be here. Nice to, nice to have me. Nice to have me with you. Right. Universe may fi- face a darker future. Science news. Science. One. What's the theme song? Quick recap. You have to do the same song. Okay, so it's robots though. Science news. We're the beatboxing robots. Science news. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Some light. We'll tweak it. We'll tweak it next week. Universe may face a dark future. Is dark matter swallowing up dark energy? Sounds a bit boring. I was very interested by that. Yeah. We'll put that on the Facebook page. Um, new research offers a novel insight into the nature of dark matter. Oh, fuck it. Can't be bothered with that. What else is this one? Oceans arrived early to Earth via meteorites. Oh, meteorites. Starting oceans. Um, primitive meteorites were a likely source of water, study finds. Oh, that's interesting. That's the whole That's the whole universe seed spreading theory where all organic matter was sort of uh, grown from what's oh, what's the name like extraterrestrial origins of the biology of each planet. What's what's that theory called? Um, Helen Hunt. Helen, Helen Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, Twister. The Twister Helen theory. Hunt. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, planet forming lifeline discovered in a binary star system. So we're not actually going to go through these. these well, this just, is your segment. You want you started this now. This is my segment. This man. is your segment. You you. You play out the play out the old clock. Um, lack of oxygen delayed metaphor. the rise of animals. What? Lack of oxygen delayed the rise of animals on Earth. Okay. Summary: Scientists have long speculated uh, as to why animal species didn't flourish sooner once sufficient oxygen covered the Earth's surface. Animals began to prosper at the end of the Protozoic. protozoic Proterozoic. Protozoic? Proterozoic. Protozoic? Proterozoic. Proterozoic period. Proterozoic period, okay. But what about the billion year stretch before that, okay? Panspermia. That's the idea of worlds being started by other worlds. Cool. That was annoying me. No one cares. Anyway, beep boop, that's science news (laughs) all over. Apparently. Good job. Close that one down. Delete that. Doing my bit. Delete that bit from the... From the uh, from the record books. So what? We're not gonna ever do that again. The record books. Record Aren't books. We? Scratch that off. We're doing that again. We'll do that again. I'll we'll do that do next it. week. I'll I was just, do just it better. I felt uncomfortable by the theme song, but we can make it better. Maybe with some auto tune. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we're gonna sort of well, jump into it. I'm gonna do it with auto tune. <laughs> You're gonna do it with auto tune. Yeah, I'm gonna make a jingle. You're gonna make an auto tune jingle Promise. by next week as a robot. Auto. Yep. Wow. You are not going to take Elle to the doctor tomorrow. I'm going to make a robot auto-tune theme song. Yeah. Why she she really needs to go for? to the doctor. She, have why? you not about all the bleeding? Um, <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Were you thinking the same thing when you said that? No, I wasn't. 
No, it wasn't. Bullshit. Emily Blunt. The um, topic for this week, Michael, is let's let's food. go with uh, food. Food. Isn't that culture? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's part of it. Yeah. Someone criticized my love, my affinity for. Uh, We're going to talk about globalization. Are we? The uh, the potential uh, interbreeding of various cultures around the world. Isn't that an interesting? That's an interesting topic. I studied it at uni. Did you really? Yeah. In the old uh, anthropology? Yeah, very good at uh, all of that. Well, you can get us going. Yeah, so globalization, uh, is it a good or a bad thing? Yeah. Do we, should we... Should we even have a globe? As the population grows, mm. the technology evolves, mm. the world shrinks. Amen, sister. Time takes to message, call... Get a picture from a friend on the other side of the planet. The time it takes to actually physically travel to the other side of the planet. Mm. Shortening. Shortening. More comfortable. I like Easier. this. I like this uh, TED talk, Michael. It's interesting. I can see you sort of strutting the stage, throwing a hand out in one direction, yeah. then throwing a hand out in the other direction. I've got a clicker. Pausing, clicking, starting to walk again. Oh yeah. Asking rhetorical questions. Yeah. Taking a slight pause, and then hitting hard. With a message that matters most. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back next year. You asshole. We're not doing the, t- the talk. We're not doing together. the talk. We're not doing it. It's, it's a one person talk. So, the interesting thing about globalization, the thing that kind of bugged me mm. was that I have been watching a little bit of Russell Brand's The Trues. The Trues? Yes, he's got a show. What's that? How's he does that daily T R E U W S. T R. E-W-S. E-W-S. Trues. Okay. Based, like true news? It, yes. Okay. So it's kind of a 10-minute video that he does daily. Wow. He's doing it daily. And he kind of talks about uh, some of the issues he's not happy with. He's got celebrities, that's why they're better than us. Do a podcast every day. It's no podcast. Is he putting it out on the internet? It's a video. Yeah, you can video a podcast. It's not a podcast. Why is it not a podcast? He's the only one who talks. More than lots of podcasts, there are only one person. I've heard a couple. It's actually weird listening to a podcast with only one person talking and one person listening. It just feels like someone's speaking into a microphone by themselves. Like, you know, those like one minute segments where occasionally one of us has gone to get a hat and you've just talked into the microphone? Now do that for half an hour. Did you bring a hat? I should have brought a hat. You must have some hats. Uh, we'll do it next week. Don't, actually. Anyway. Back to uh, the truth. No, uh, talks a little bit about globalization, or he has recently. Mm. So the thing makes a good point that, um, and the thing that kind of bugged me whenever, whenever we talked about globalization was that countries are arbitrary kind of things. Yes. Anyway, we are all earthlings. It would be better for us almost to think of ourselves as earthlings. But the human race at the moment is not at a point of consciousness where we we think of ourselves on such a kind of minimal minimal scale. We still think as we're not we're not quite there yet to think of ourselves as Earthlings rather than Australians or Americans yeah. or Europeans. Because there are so many implicit difficulties with making that leap. Because if you that if you make the conscious choice that, and obviously people who relocate and immigrate 
do this all the time. They they delocate themselves from where they were born. And even on a small scale within Australia, but even like more grandly, if you move internationally, you realize that you're just a person that's just from a place yes. with not any real intrinsic defining factors other than the people you grew up around there, you know? And I think another, the, part, another aspect of that is that because we fly, so we can fly from... You know, Adelaide to let's say China, yeah. right? And then there's this kind of complete disparity of, uh, <clears throat> it's just a sh- culture shock because you're in one, then you're on a plane, you're in a box yeah. for a bit, and then you hop off, and then you're in a new world. Yeah. So it's kind of strange, but if you kind of travel that distance, so if you go from, if you could travel from, well, that, that's the, an the, Australian the most, problem because in, if you're in Europe, you can walk, you could like. Just physically ride right. those roads right. and exit one type of country and living yeah. and cross seamlessly into a different area yes. and then keep going and then all of a sudden you're there. So you, you know? could go from Asia, yeah. probably a good best example is you could go from the most eastern Chinese, part of Asia you know, Chinese and go all the way to the most western part of Europe to Spain or something. and there'd be a kind of a logical, even though in your head you think of China and Europe completely different, but there yeah. would be a logical... Uh, a natural kind of progression into this this new space and a transition, yeah. It would probably and you, you, the cultures would would gradually because the cult cultures leak into yeah. each other, uh, like depending it, on proximity and stuff. So. Isn't that funny? Just in terms of mental image, you can mentally draw an image between Chinese, um, say like Mongolian, Russian, yeah. And then across to like Denmark, yeah. And then through the mental image over to Germany, and then like England. Like you can see in your head the stereotype of the physicality of those peoples blending across the those like the world in that way. And also, uh, you know, the um, <clears throat> American Indians and yeah, um, from from presumably Asia as well. Well, you can you can connect American Indians through. Um, the perception of like Mexico and South America much more easily than you can the white Americans, obviously because they're immigrants. But if you think to what that that whole continent wing was, really, it was South America all the way through. Those were indigenous peoples, you know, all of that same ethnicity or, you know, connected ethnicities. And it was the white people that we now think of as American who were, you know, the immigrants, non-natives in that sense. Yeah. Um, but the the point I was to return to what you were saying, the um, how people are too small to think about earthlings. If you start to think of people as earthlings, if you start to think of us as all just us, just geographically disparate, though, as you pointed out, increasingly connected, then you start to have these problems where you have to now stop thinking about yourself. Because all of a sudden, if we're earthlings, then everyone has to pull their weight and start thinking about everything they're doing on a global scale. We can't be the assholes, or, you know, or China can't be the assholes that just keep burning up, you know, fossil fuels and fucking up the atmosphere. Mm. Because if they, as a society, come to terms with the fact that we're now earthlings, they have to also accept that what they're doing is hurting. The rest of the species. It's not a very pragmatic idea. It's a romantic and idealist. 
But I think notion. it's still achievable, and I think it's inevitable. I think it will, and possibly when we start moving to other planets. It is very... I don't even... It's, you might be right. It might take space travel. But I think that we're... Like, I think, historically, you could, in 100, 200 years' time, look back to the internet as the start of the true human race coming together. That connectedness, that the technologies that will arise from this... <laughs> Um, uh, as you said, immediacy around the world, the ability to be speaking to someone, seeing someone, interacting with someone simultaneously on the other edge of the planet, the constant connectedness to everything. I think this was the start of us coming together as a race. Mm-hmm. I think this is the point where the switch flips. Where We've spoken about it before. This is the most monumental time yeah. It kind of sounds self-indulgent or arrogant even to say, but I think history will even, agree with us. Yeah, it's I not even through our ownership like we did anything. I think the future no, will agree It's just we're us. lucky enough to have been here. Yeah, it's, but the, it's the leap that we have made. Yeah, and but then you come, like like we said... Literally, now, as ne- we were born. Yeah. Now... Pretty, pretty much the year, 1999-ish. Yeah. yeah. 89, yeah. Now the... Um, the next mental hurdle that people have to come to now that now that generations are growing up with the connection the next thing that will have to be overcome will be this thing of we can't we can't ignore everyone else now that used to be the thing you know your your sense yeah. of nation your sense of self was even communal like it was more smaller than a nation it was the town it was the city that you're in you can't ignore everyone else now we, we all know about everything else having all these effects on the place and the you know we will have to at some point make that mental leap of we can't keep killing each other we can't we can't you know allow nations to be ravaged with disease while we're being indulgent we can't allow um polluting to occur if it's going to have the effects on the others are you talking about on a political level it's going to take a cultural shift to then uh, engender the politics because the politics always, always, the, the politics and the laws always lag behind society. Yes, they do because they're... In they're, every context. It's like pulling an ox yeah. with a string. Because politics by their very nature are the baseline, most conservative view that an entire society can agree upon. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they almost have to be. Yeah. If they weren't the baseline, mm. then everyone else would have already agreed and it would be where the median is, you know. Yes. It's, it's a frustrating thing to do if you're a pro- if you're a progressive. If you're a liberalist, or liberalist, that's a constant struggle. The thing that you were saying about you can't ignore kind of certain world issues, right? So the information is more available. But I wonder are you you're saying it, it's going to be harder to harder to ignore those things because we have more information we can get footage uh, and people and people a lot of people have access to that footage but a lot of people are also not getting their news just from one side they're they're almost and i assume it's going that way your your news the type of news that you get will be what you select what you filter and i think that's just a facet of where our technology is at the moment i think so there's two points that I want to speak to there. One, at the news level, I think that just we're in the intermediary stage. As the news 
media is evolving to the new platforms, eventually it will be intelligent enough to give us, you know, we're still without with our choice, um, you know, we still have options, but I think would be better at giving us a broader um, range of news that we need to know. Yeah. You know, if that makes like it'll be intelligent enough to still inform but who's us of the things. Decide we need to, that something computers. Like Facebook. It'll, it'll be computer. It'll be algorithmic. But, yeah, um, but who? Like what? Who's there? Just, there's going to be them, a, a kind of financial incentive there somewhere. Yeah, for I, someone, I think it'll be a news organization. A news someone organization. will someone will organize some sort of. They'll start it off as a free service where you sign up and it has um, cultivated. Um, articles from sources that you trust for you, a feed sort of thing. And then at a certain point, they'll flip a switch and make you pay for it a bit or something like that. But it, it'll, that's just a technology thing. And it, that will ensure that people get information they need to know that they wouldn't have found if they were just sticking to their usual stuff, you know. But whatever, that's that's a different question. Um, the, the, oh, the other part of it, as we come together as a culture. Oh, that was the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of the human That's world. how it works. <laughs> the, uh, the technology uh, of connectedness is not, I think, going to be just data. That you're talking about how oh, everyone will see the videos. And I don't think it will just be the videos which flip that switch. It will be a human level of connectedness. It won't, you know, uh, this sense of globalization will come about almost as a digital neighborhood, a sense of like a forum or a hub or a community where people engage together as neighbors and, you know, encountering people from all different kinds of life, not just as a sense of, oh, I'm seeing that there was a fire in Sudan, more in the sense of, oh, all of us are working at this company on this thing and we just log on and it might be virtual reality or it might just be a sort of digital thing, but we are encountering and brushing past and rubbing shoulders with humans of all walks of life from all places. And I think it is the, the innate biology of humanity is to fear difference and fear otherness. Mm-hmm. And uh, humanity, in one of its greatest strengths is that when we actually meet others... We are surprisingly adept at liking them, you know, and and overlooking and accepting and not even caring about difference. Um, And one of the greatest ways that that, like one of the best, most truest, that's terrible phrasing, um, most, I suppose, poetic... uh, strengths of human character is our ability to you know you hear the stories of like the world war one soldiers um from opposing sides who in some sort of crisis come together or show each other a human kindness or something like that because they suddenly realize at the end of the day that we're all just people and we have that sort of strength within us as a species to um see each other as people rather than as, um, you know, an other. What was that story? Was it in one of the, one of the world wars that, uh, they had lunch together? No, I think it was earlier than that. The, well, Civil the, War, American Civil War. Well, there's one, I think world war one, there was the Christmas Eve where they all 
stopped, put down their guns, and and the German and English sides sang like Christmas carols, right? And had a piss up, and then went back to their trenches the next day. Yeah, that's yeah. That that, that would not have been fun. But, I don't but, think. <laughs> isn't that isn't that just a fascinate paranoid? Like what a. Like it's a nice idea. Just I would like to. Like, how, how, yeah, you're have right. Been how, in how that do you, situation? It, like, it is. It is almost so nervous. It is almost impossible to fathom. Yeah. Like how does that? At what point of browbeaten, um, shit kicking years of conflict does it come to, where all of a sudden, either everyone is so fatalistic that they don't even care if it's some sort of ruse or trap. And are just able to go to it, you know, and able oh, to trust yeah. it for what it is, a, or because they want it to be true so bad, or don't, or even if it wasn't, don't care. Yeah, like I, I, just the actual mechanics of those people in that situation, I, it is so far from comprehensible to me that I, it, like it's pretty hard to, to wrap your head around. Yeah, and yet we, you know. You don't see, you know, in the Middle East, any sort of ceasefires like that, where all of a sudden, that that can just hit pause for that, and treat each other like humans for a bit, and then. Well, there are ceasefires, but it's not. It's not to go and share a meal. No. Like what it's a bizarre. To, to um, replenish the ammo. Yeah, it's uh. And it, that's that's what it'll take. You know, it will take. The brushing of shoulders, the the momentary realization of each other's worth, each other's humanity, for the race to pull together, and it is those moments, you know, when they talk about, um, you know, the space race, and everyone sitting there and watching, like across the entirety of the world, watching, glued to the TV screen, as that, you know, shuttle landed on Mars, uh, on on the moon. <laughs> On the moon. Um, and then all of a sudden, for a moment, you know, the world was united. You know, you might be right. It might take that trip, you know, that first space shuttle out into the world, you know, out into the universe to get everyone together again to remember its place and its connection. But then will Earthlings unite against the Martians? <laughs> The Martian threat. The Martians. Suddenly. Us and them. Race. The others. Race didn't matter. Even if you're a Jew. We came together to hate the Martians. And their dirty, dirty planet. (laughs) We came to take the Martian planet away from them. I wonder what will happen with religion when we go there. That's the other thing. I mean, religion... Religion is also predicated on a certain fear of otherness, really. I really think that religion is dying. It is, but that really? doesn't mean it doesn't hold. No, quick, quickly. Hmm. I don't know. We live I in a pretty insulated s- pocket of the world. I think it's going to speed up. It, may, it, might, it might speed up. It probably is speeding up, but it's still a long way from disappearing. Uh, I'm not saying disappearing. See, this is the thing. When you become... A globalized society then you start to look at the places where the places in the world that are behind um you know the third world areas um 
and those places where they don't have education, you know, of the standard that we know. If they can't even pass on the information that we as the rest of the world accept, you know. And you, like, not even talking about any sort of atheistic tract, just the idea that, oh, this is how the world works. This is what physics is. This is basic, you know, maths and, and, and a sense of the broader achievements of our society. You can't start to break religion if you can't even um you know get basic education down Mm. and that's when the that's the embarrassment of globalization of when everyone comes together then you start to look around and think guys all of us rich happy first world countries we're kind of being dicks right now because there's a lot of shit that we should really be fixing up and could be fixing up But won't. That's the thing. It will happen eventually. It's about resources, though. It's about greed in many respects. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's always looking out for their own interests. That's greed. And even if it's their own interest, even if it's not directly their own interests, it's the interests of their people. True selflessness and altruism is extremely rare. Extremely rare. Someone actually doing something for other people for no benefit other than, I suppose, the satisfaction of it is not, it's not all common. Nicholas. Hmm. Paint me a picture of your perfect earth. Perfect earth. Alrighty. So, doesn't have to be in any sort of order. Just yep. Shoot I think out. free movement. Anyone is free to move to any place that they'd like to go. No visas. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Let's not get mean. into yeah. the bureaucracy of it, but yeah, basically, in the same way that right now I can travel to places, they yes. can go to travel. I like places. the sign of that. Free, free movement, free education, free healthcare. Everyone, all the basics, all the basics are covered. We're not thinking of, there are obviously going to be flaws and... Yeah, this is not not a practical rollout yeah, plan. Just to clarify. This is, yeah. So, assuming that we've come together, I, I reckon there'd be one government. And that's, that's a, that's a, the transition stuff is fucking hard because how do you get to that? But one government that oversees things with a proportional... Um, you know, representation sort of thing. You give the government down so everyone still has an equal vote. You've got the democracy, and that it also comes with. Did you say one government? One government. Yeah, that's a tricky one. It is tricky. It's very hard to implement. One, yeah. one overseeing government. One no currency. Government? Has or to be government. Has to be government. Has to be government. Um, you have a unified. Um, I think they should change the name for government. Just make it. Just jazz it up a little. What would you suggest? The, uh, I don't know. The High Council. Yeah, it still sounds a bit elitist. The Jazz Council. We're getting there. The Jazzy Guards. The cool dudes. Just some cool guys. Uh, just, just the guys. Just the guys, sexist. man. Just, just the dudes. Sexist. Just the gender-neutral dudes. Gender-neutral dudes. Um. Yeah, and so, so then everyone's. 
getting basic education, basic healthcare. Um, everyone's working together to sort of eradicate that fundamental shit. Yeah. And from then on, it's just basically, what do you want to do with your life? Like, think about that. So you come into a world, right? Well, where everyone's got a basic expectation they're going to be fed each night, have some sort of shelter. And this is obviously utopian. Some yeah. sort of shelter. You wake up, you get a nice education. You live a comfortable thing. People have more money than others, but at the same time, there's no one really that's needy. Yeah. Then you go through education. You break your arm, you go to the hospital, you get your arm fixed. Then you get out of school and you think, what am I good at? What do I like doing? What can I do? And maybe there's opportunities in um, Toronto. So you go to Toronto, yeah. meet someone over there and you know, find a job that you want to do and you, you do your job and then you just live a nice life as a society. <laughs> I think you, you got your own personal kind of thing mixed up in no, the, well, your we, utopia as yeah, well. Yeah, well, well, it's true. Um, but, but just like the idea of... Like, actually... The free movement is a big one. That's eradicating that Eradicating all the unnecessary... Um, hardships that people have to go through right yeah I'm... and i think so much of that is predicated on selfishness and a sense of um smallness in their understanding and um and uh conception of the world yeah i think you make, i think you make a good point as well about some people will do better than others. You know when Republicans or right-wing people argue against communism? Um, I mean, and communism, communism isn't, or socialism? Isn't, uh, uh, what's the difference? Socialism's the buzzword they're using at the moment to mean like welfare and handing out money to the neediness. Uh, I mean communism. You do mean communism, um, okay. Um and not, I mean, does communism have to be strictly an even distribution, like everyone has the same? I Bec- think that one of the communist tenets is that the government gives everything equally to everyone. I don't think it necessitates, I don't think that that necessitates uh, all value of all people being equal. I think yeah, you can have you richer people to, within You need to have communism. people striving. Yeah, you need to feel like you could strive for something better. I might be, I might be wildly off base there, but I agree with you. The, I mean, we we talked about this um, oh, a while back now. Um, the idea that somewhere in Denmark they were um, talking about eradicating all sorts of welfare, all the individual, um, you know, the, all the dole variants and all that kind of stuff, and paying everyone a universal living wage. The idea of a base rate that gives you enough um, weekly to pay, you know, for rent, put a roof over your head, um, and feed yourself and clothe yourself, just like yeah. a universal living rent. And everyone doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or, or um, really poor, you get the same amount. Right. And the idea that that benefits society by um, taking the burden off of certain systems um, at the bottom end, so like it works out economically neutral right we should look into um, getting some new microphones we could do that how's that 
I might look into it. I don't know. I think I was listening to a few other podcasts. I think it's time. Maybe even, by episode 50. Even one more microphone, then you can just have one each. I think that would be ideal because then we could sit on the couches and like hold them. Yeah. Or even I can get some stands. Yeah. And we could just we have them explore. have them there. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe like we do see it quite uncomfortably here. Like it's not at a point where I hate it. But I think if we had some proper, you know, if we, we could sit on the couch instead of the floor, yeah, and I could have, I don't know why I'm talking about this now. Yeah, this is right. stupid. Right. Um, if we could sit back and relax and you yeah. know have a steady mind, open our there, minds, yeah, might look into that. We probably could do it for about three hundred bucks. I think. <laughs> what? You want to spend three hundred dollars? Well, I think we're not going to get anything. How much okay. does this bad boy cost? Oh, Toy. don't tap that. Um, I can't remember now. I had it quite a few years ago, so probably I probably spent a hundred bucks on it. Something like that's fine. Just get a splitter hmm. in here. Well, it's just USB, so you can plug it into a second port. And then Bob's your daddy. Yeah. One last question before we go. It's at forty-seven minutes now. Um, forty-seven. Yeah. The uh, the uh, globalization downsides. Yes. The cross bleed of culture. Yeah. The removal of difference as a positive. Ah. Do you do you fear the homogenization and and interbreeding of Literally. humanity? Yeah. Um, in as much as um, when uh, if you kind of um, diluting in a way over time. We'll just skip over what just happened in your body just then. My stomach just made a little bit of a noise. You dilute, as people kind of interbreed and stuff, mm. dilute the human race. Well, dilute's the wrong word. The, no, it's not. The original genetic um, stra- I don't know, strains, the variants of human races aren't so much diluted, I would say, as just mixed. On a graph, if we humans just keep living, uh-huh. eventually, we're all going to way look down the, same. the track. We all look the same. I agree, the exact same. So that's kind of sad. That's what I mean. That we don't have the. But that, let me think. I mean, it's nothing to be feared, really. So we're talking a hundred thousand years down the track. Do you think mm. every person's going to have the same skin tone? Yeah. Well, I, I think, think that probably will. I think by that point, we will be so technologically advanced, we will be able to program genetics. And choose whatever color of skin we'd like, and tattoo whatever color of pigment we'd want onto ourselves. Change our hair color, everything. So I'm not, I'm not fearful of individuality disappearing. Okay. Speaking of blonde, I'm seriously considering dyeing my hair blonde. <laughs> okay. I have a lo- I've had that reaction. Well, I can see uh, it. every time. Is that just because my sister dyed her hair blonde? Your sister dyed her hair blonde. Yeah, you yeah. definitely noticed. It's not. You did, you did notice that, though. Your sister's a nice girl, man. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. Yeah. Oh, I think she's a nice I, lady. I think she's a nice person. I think she's really nice. Too. I think we should do a shout-out for Dan. Dan? Yeah. No, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Cause fuck him. My cousin, Nick's friend, colleague. Love in him. a way. Nick, uh, Nick loves Dan. Mm. Nick is a it's one-sided love. Dan. love yeah. Both love Dan. Just want to say happy, uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to Dan Day. Hi to Dan. Who's Danny B. In LA, just being a big... Schmoozing. 
Hollywood movie star. Schmoozing with the with hey, the man. stars. Hey, I was just at a party with Jeremy Renner. I was like, Jeremy no, Renner was no there. No big deal, and man. And we were like, just no chilling out. No fucking big deal. Just hanging out, being like, what's with films, man? What's uh, with the films? What's with the film industry, man? What's I just want to do something original, like man. Something for me, you know? One yeah. for them, and then you do one for me. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. But he's, he's in LA. He's in good health. And Everyone Dan. was worrying about whether he died. He's okay so far. Dan was on the podcast. He was so on the that's podcast. That's the relevance. There, so I'm well aware. Right there. I was there. So hello, Daniel. That's hello, Daniel. And goodbye to all of you. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash deep thought. Yeah. And um, like the page. Need more like, likes. Yeah, yeah, a couple more likes. And can you explain to people mm. right now, just mm-hmm. really quickly, yeah. how to get the the app on your phone? How do we? How do we get it? Because I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? The Facebook app, uh, the podcast app. Yeah, how do we get it? So I've got a, I've got my my podcast app. So if you download the podcast app, you can do, okay. So you can you can use any podcast app of your choice. There is an official Apple one. If you don't have it on your phone already, it should be there by iOS eight. If I you're think I've downloaded a third party podcast. Yeah, you may app. well Just you may well have done so. If you on your mobile browser go to deepfort.podbean.com you'll find on that page a very clickable link to an RSS feed. And that should automatically open in your podcast app. Right. Otherwise, click and hold on that link and you can paste it into your podcast app of choice. And then you'll be able to have it on your phone. And then that way you don't even have to worry have about to worry listing about stuff. To this. Although presumably if you're you listening once, to this podcast, yeah. you... Well, you could be listening on the website. But now you know. You could have that on your phone, automatically downloading each week. Don't have to stay up and... Wait for us to upload it. It'd just be there. Stay up. Yeah, people are going, when are they going to release it, man? When's it going to happen? When's it going to release it? What are we going to do? It's been three hours already. Twitter.com slash Facebook slash DeepFort. Twitter.com slash the Facebook. DeepFort at gmail.com. And if you are on the iTunes, if you do go onto your podcast app or onto iTunes at the iTunes uh, app on your PC, yeah. you can rate us. You can give us five stars if you choose to do so. Any any rates so far? Any rates? Well, I've rated it continuously, but I think they only take it once. Do they? I haven't yeah. rated it. I'll do, do it, it now. He's going to do it now, guys. How until next I, week. How do I do it? I just, I literally just almost less than 30 seconds ago told you. How to rate we it? We will see you next week, everybody. Catch your bros. Bye-bye.